Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. Hello, friends. I'm Jess, and bear with me because it's been a crazy week. It has been a crazy <laughs> week. I'm Seth, and I tell you what, we're really thankful that you're choosing to listen to us today. Yeah. It's an honor. Okay, so we're keeping this conversation going because... Let me tell you, Seth has been married for a long time. 23 plus years. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. And But even though he's been married for a long time, this week on our morning show, he brought up a dating topic. I well, love yeah. it when married people bring up dating topics, by the way. I'm well, first single. Of all. I'm single, just in case you're just listening to the Jesus Fix It podcast. I have been married before, but I am a single single lady i had to it had to be done it had to be done um i'm single now but seth brought up a single dating topic question can you repeat the question (laughs) excuse me your honor uh yeah all right so i read something that said like 86 percent of women that were surveyed said that if on a first date or a relatively first date their uh, their date pulled out the phone and the the case or the glass on the phone was all cracked and jacked up that they would <laughs> consider that to be a major red flag and there may not get a second date out of that situation <laughs> and I thought you know and at first I thought well that's kind of selfish and silly but you start thinking about it how important our phones are to us mm-hmm. that could be indicative of a personality trait okay. that. Well, maybe you don't take care of things the way you should. I mean, I kind of understand it, but I just thought, right, I don't, I haven't dated somebody else in, you know, forever. Just as a sidebar, the missus and I do go on dates on a fairly regular basis. As you should. As we should, right. But to be honest, that doesn't count as dating as far as I'm concerned. I'm not trying to get to know her. I'm not trying to put on my, you know, my best foot forward to impress her. It's like... Where are you going to go? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where are you going to go? Where, <laughs> where are you, you going to go? Yeah, we're, we're married. Where are you going to go? But uh, we date, but it's totally different when you're dating somebody new or you're trying to find that one. Yeah. Right? Oh, dating these days is different. Let so I thought, you. yeah, and that and that kind of led into it as well. It's like, I'm out of the dating scene. I don't know yeah. what it's like. Oh, we I don't, had a whole discussion. And first of all, I, I can write a book. I don't want to know what it's like. Um, if, you are, if this is your first episode of the Jesus Fix It podcast, you heard it here first. We go deep into the subjects of... <laughs> Just about everything. Everything. Yeah. And yes, we want Jesus to fix this dating situation too. But yeah, um, we talk about any and everything. And this is an issue. Right. I could write a book on all the dating expeditions. I honestly think that maybe you should. I think that's a good idea. Y'all, we haven't. One day we are going to just sit down and do a whole Jess's dating. Mm -hmm. But not today. But anyway. So the question is, would that, how would you feel? For me. First date, the guy pulls out the phone and it's all jacked up and nasty and is just a mess for me that's not a no-no if we have great conversation and all the other boxes are checked Mm -hmm. if his cell phone um, screen is cracked that's not an automatic red flag no we're not going to go on a second date i mean come on we gotta not be that yes you should have standards <laughs> but i'm but this is the thing 
He's checked the boxes. Uh, right. He loves Jesus. Okay. Um, he loves his mama. <laughs> okay. Um, he takes care of his children if he has children. Um, he seems like a nice guy um, mm-hmm. initially because, you know, people are going to put on their right. um, their good face first and foremost. But if he initially, this is your meet and greet. Oh, right. Right. And if right. he initially <laughs> checks all the boxes, yeah. but he has a cracked cell, cell phone screen. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, what are you going to do? He loves Jesus, but oh my goodness, his cell phone screen is cracked. I mean, what do you No, That's a bit much. Would it at least be a, a topic of conversation? You casually oh, say, I'm going to ask. So what happened to your phone? Oh yeah. Cause that's just the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and eyeball it and just like not say anything. I am that person that will be like, all right, dude, what's up with the screen? Are you going to get that fixed or oh, like, what's I, going I, on? I dropped it about three weeks ago and pff, I don't care. I'll get around to it. Like I will ask. That'd be okay? Yeah, I'll ask him. Now, if he says, I don't have the money. Now. <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> if Expound on that because there's a lot to that answer. Well, okay. I don't have the money to get my screen fixed. Do you mean you don't have the money at the moment? No, I mean I'm broke. I'm, you know, right now I'm everything's great. Now keep in mind, you said he's broke living in your mama's basement. I was just going to go there. He's checked off all these boxes, and well, right now because you know because I've been holding out for a management position for the last three years. And uh, my mom's basement is awesome, but I'm planning on moving out well, anytime. See, well, see, then we go anytime. into other red flags. Okay. Because the cell phone screen. Now, mm-hmm. first of all, let me back up because I may be digging myself in a hole. Um, <laughs> and I'm not helping at all. No, I get this because you can love Jesus. That's first and foremost. Right. But then I need the other stuff too. Right. I'm just saying. If only your cell phone screen is cracked. Right. But if, if that's the only issue, but everything else falls into place, right. that's not a big deal. You know, after but we, if uh, your cell phone screen is cracked and you live in your mom's basement and you don't have. Right. Mm, right. Okay, then there's bigger issues. But if you. you have a job and you have a vehicle mm-hmm. and you're. You just haven't gotten around to getting into right. Hey, I can understand that. All right. So his job is working at Chick-fil-A. Is he's, he the manager? No. He's the closing uh, guy. And uh, his car, he does have a car, but it's got four different tires. <laughs> and the paint doesn't match on any of the panels of the car. <laughs> Why and, are you like this? And when it fires up, it makes some interesting noises. And the air conditioner works most of the time. Okay. <clears> I... I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But he looks like Idris Elba. Okay. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) See, if you bring somebody like Idris Elba or Liam Hemsworth. Okay, now listen. This is the thing. This is the thing. Let me back up. This is fun. Why are you doing this? Because it's okay. We're we're getting to know Jess. People have certain standards, okay? I Just because... I wouldn't want a relationship with somebody who doesn't meet the same set of standards as maybe, um, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a mean person. Just say it. Okay. If I have a, if I have a good job and I don't live in my mother's basement, right. I want to date somebody who doesn't live in their mother's basement and who has a good job also. Right. I don't want to date somebody who 
is like my son's status. But even my own son has his own apartment and a decent vehicle. Do you see what I'm saying? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think a lot of times if um, people don't want to date somebody who may be down on their luck, Mm -hmm. they are looked at as superficial or shallow. Right. But and I think that's wrong. You just like what you like. And if you decide to date somebody who maybe is not doing so great in life at the moment, Mm -hmm. then I think that's a personal preference. Because if you are, say, um, if you are at a place in your life where you are doing great financially and you are um, you. You're doing great financially. Why would you want to date someone else who is not? Right. You want to meet somebody who is, um, you want to be evenly killed. It's basically like. Compatibility. Yes. That's the word I'm looking. Why can I not think of like words? I what can't I'm think for. of words. Like, I don't, I don't what know. is wrong with me? Have you had enough coffee? No. Well, there it is. Um, yeah. You want to date somebody who is compat- compatible. It's basically the same as. For me, it's not the same, but I'm comparing it as being equally yoked with yeah, somebody. I can see that. Do you see what I'm saying? I think if I'm hearing you correctly, and correct me if I'm not, mm-hmm. but there is a difference between an individual who's going through a temporary rough spot and somebody who is in a long-term rough spot right. and they don't seem to be enthusiastic about fixing Thank the rough you. spot. Yeah, yeah. Like if if I was to meet someone and they say, hey, I'm sleeping on my homeboy's couch right now because my house is in the process of being built or right. um, I don't start my job for another two months and I am in my mom's basement um, until I Start my job, right. or I just started my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. I'm just trying to get on my feet. I just started this new job. It's going to take me six months to really get going. Yeah, just started this new job. Oh well, we can work on that. Let's start dating, and because we're not going to get married right away. You know what I mean? So yeah, give it a couple of weeks. You know, <laughs> come on, I'm not that desperate. <laughs> we can wait six months. Okay, no, just kidding. Wow. Just kidding. No, but I'm just saying. So yeah. I can. I'm not that shallow where yeah. I'm saying I'm not willing to work through yeah. the, those well, things. But I'll if it's uh, like 10 years and you're still living in your mom's basement or you're like 50 mm-hmm. and you are sleeping on your mom's sofa or your friend's sofa, I'm like, mm, no, uh, you need some life goals. I'll share a story with you. Um, when my wife and I, my I may have shared this before, we were in a group of friends. My wife, uh, at the time, we had known each other for a little more than a year. We were in a group of friends. We'd all go out and do stuff together. And there was no interest between us, right? We were all just hanging out as friends. Right. And when it became clear that there was, you know, little interest there in, in both of us, I started paying attention to a couple things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that made me almost tap the brakes a little on my interest mm-hmm. was we were all hanging out. We were getting ready to go. Um, we were all at a friend's house and, the, and and my wife and her roommate, they shared a house. And for the very first time, I got a glimpse of her room. Okay. Oh, I know you, and I know where this is going. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a disaster. Yep. Mm -hmm. There was stuff 
everywhere. Yeah. It piled over here. There's a <laughs> stack over here. And I inquired, it's like, have we, uh, are we redesigning? Are we, what are we doing here? What's the, what's going on? Oh, I just, you know, I, it, and it was like, this is how it is. And it, I had to tap the brakes just a little bit because it's like, uh, that's not me. Right. I am Mr. Everything has a place oh, yeah. and everything needs to be in its place all the time. Matter of fact, let me just sidebar your honor for a second. Right now, uh, my mother-in-law lives with us, right? Mm -hmm. She's 85. And right now she has taken over the dining room table because <laughs> she is working on a photo scrapbook. I know that is, <sighs> it's okay. There's pictures <clears throat> all over the dining room table. There's little clippings where she's trimmed stuff with the scissors. There's pieces all over the floor. And I'm just, I walk by and I go, it's fine. Everything is fine. It means people live there. Yeah, uh -huh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it means somebody making a mess, but it's okay. And it was one of those things that I had to stop and go, okay. Going back to, to the discovery that my wife may not have been as much of a neat freak as, as I was. I had to stop and go, okay, is this a deal breaker? Is this something? Because should we, and I really thought about this, should we pursue a relationship and get married? I know that there is going to be places in our home that this is the way it's going to be. I'm not mm -hmm. going to change her. This is how she is. Right. So can I accept that? And can she accept the fact that there's going to be on the other side of the room, everything's nice and neat? Mm -hmm. I mean, not 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 like, you know, uh, you know, keeping all the vegetables in the pantry lined up with the labels facing the same way. You do that, though. Close. Mm -hmm. That's you know they made a movie about that. I know they made okay. a movie. <laughs> there was aspects of that. I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, but we, I, we really had to have the discussion. I had to pray about it and make the decision. That's not a deal breaker. That is something that I can deal with that I can be a part of because a relationship is give and take on both sides. Absolutely. And so, you know, for me, it was an initial red flag, but I got over it. Yeah. Right. I think there's a difference between red flags and deal breakers. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. A red flag is, okay, I see warning signs run. <laughs> okay. A deal breaker is, that's something that's going to annoy me, and I don't know if I can see past that. Do you well, see what I mean? No, what's the difference between I, I mean, can't see past it and this is a red flag, I got to run? I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing, but a red flag is like, to me, a red flag is like a danger thing. It oh, could you mean be a it could danger. Be, oh, you could, could physically or emotionally be in, yes. in a bad place. Okay, either I get that. either physically or emotionally. <laughs> right. Whereas, like a deal breaker, you may or may not be physically or emotionally hurt. It's kind of like a nuance, or a, okay, like a um, kind of like the thing you just described about mm -hmm. you being a neat freak and her neat freak and her not being a neat right. freak. That's not something that's gonna like um, hurt you physically or emotionally. Right. But it's something that, ugh, I don't know. Right. You know, you could work through that. 
You know, somebody who could potentially beat you or yeah, harm that's, you. That's something. No. I, if you see that right from jump, that is a red flag. Run. Right. Go. Yeah, do, you see, do you see what I mean? OK. Now, so I, yeah, to me, those are two different things. Yeah. So, like, um, for example, I went on a date with someone and um, this has been years ago. And um, this was like. Not even a full-fledged date. It was like a meet and greet where we went to get coffee to see yeah. if we wanted to do a date. And I reached for the um, the the bill, mm-hmm. the the bill to get the um, pay for the coffee. And I right. was like, I'll get it. And he was like, no, I'll get it. And I was like, I'll get it. You know where you go back and right. forth. And when I put my hand on the receipt, he grabbed my wrist really forcefully, like almost leaving nope. a mark. And I was like, oh, that's a red flag. And right. he, I could see him get angry over it. Really? And yeah, I was okay. like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, mm, I get it. Right. That's bye-bye. Because if yeah. you're going to get angry over that and you're going to grab my wrist so hard that yeah. you're going to like leave a mark. Yeah, because... You know, if they're dating you, they're going to get a little angry about a lot of other things. Okay. What? Easy. Just... Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, but no, that's a really – and you know what? Yeah. I'll go so far as to say I think I know that in those situations, God is showing us some things that we need to be aware of right off the bat. Yeah. I think I think that's the Holy Spirit saying, um, you need to pay attention to pay this. Because sometimes we ignore them. Oh, yeah. And um, sometimes we ignore them because we're we're wanting something or someone so badly that we see try to see past those things when God clearly is showing us or we think we <laughs> can change. And I'm speaking for myself, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, in my first marriage, like, I'm not saying this was a bad thing, but I almost, and me and me and my first husband, we are really good friends now. We are actually tomorrow dropping my son off for the second time to college. Mm. Um, but we're really good friends, but we almost walked away from each other because of our religious beliefs. Oh, I almost well, yeah. um, didn't marry him or date him because... Right. Um, when we were first introduced, he said something that turned me off. Um, the when we were on our fourth or fifth date, mm-hmm. and you know, by then you're kind of like in it, right? Yeah, yeah you're yeah you're um, interested. We yeah. were having a conversation, and mind you, he had um, grown up in church. Mm-hmm. Um, he had taken me. I'd never attended church with him by our fourth or fifth date, but he had um, driven me by where his home church, he he grew up in California, but when they came to um, this city um, in Lynch, I don't know where you are, you guys are listening from, but we're in Lynchburg, Virginia. But when he came to Lynchburg, he they um, found a home church here. He had right. driven me by where that home church was. Yeah. But on our fourth or fifth date, I forget which one, we were having dinner, and he made a statement about, you church people, all you do is lie, something like that. Interesting. That triggered me for yeah. some reason. That statement, because you know, when you're strong in your faith, you know, right. something, instead of like, I don't know, like sometimes us Christians, instead of wanting to have deeper conversations, we just get triggered. <laughs> and I, that yeah. was a moment for 
me to just have a conversation with him. It's like, like hey, why what would happened? why would you say that? Were Who you hurt? hurt? You? <laughs> like, yeah, what kind of church hurt do you have? Right. But instead of me having that conversation with him, I got defensive yeah. and I got ticked off. And I shut down immediately. I didn't say hardly anything. I got yeah. super passive aggressive. And um, I didn't call him for like three weeks. And finally, he's like, what in the world? And you got to know his personality. Like, he gets super passive aggressive because I'm passive aggressive. And then finally, he's like. Sounds like fun. Look, I like you. I'm tired of being mean to you. (laughs) That's basically. You just got to know him. He was like, I know I've been mean to you. I've been mean to you because you've been mean to me. And I'm tired of being mean. So why are you being mean? And I was like, well, you remember like weeks ago at dinner, you said church people lie. Why would you say that? He was like, because I've been hurt by some church people. And that hopefully that led to a good conversation. It did lead to a good conversation. And it's like in moments like that, that could have been an opportunity for me not to because basically I saw that as a red flag. Yeah. And in moments like that, instead of me seeing it as a red flag, I could have saw that as an opportunity for us to have I, a discussion, a deeper discussion. Yeah. And I think sometimes we jump too quickly at red flags as well. Yeah. Um, I did the same thing kind of sort of a long, long time ago, uh, dated somebody and I, they, I was like five or six dates in, right? I mean, we're like you said, you're, you're mm-hmm. interested, you're kind of exploring and they kept making comments about astrology Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I believe this, and and then she was a Christian, and I met her at church, but kept constantly bringing up how personality and the stars this and the stars that, and it's like being a Christian, astrology's got nothing to do with right. with us, right? It's, right. I'm not to offend anybody that's into astrology, but I'm just going to be honest; it's a bunch of hooey, right? <laughs> there it is. I ain't never heard you say hooey <laughs> before in my life. Okay, go ahead. Bunch of hooey, <laughs> and. Instead of saying, hey, listen, I just need to let you know how I feel about it. Right. I started making fun of it. I would make See, snide comments. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know my sense that's of humor. so you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> and I would make some sarcastic snide comments. And and they were hilarious, by the way. Okay. But, you know, and it 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 drove us apart. right? Yeah, we that we, can be hurtful. Well, it was. It yeah. was hurtful to her. And I wasn't taking into consideration, hey— why is she feeling like this? Is there an opportunity? Well, here we go, being kind of Jesus-y. <laughs> is there an opportunity for us to talk about it and 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 explore the difference between trusting in astrology and knowing you can trust in Jesus? Right. Right. There's a there's a there were there yeah. was an opportunity. That was a discussion that could yeah. have been had. And I totally ignored it. Yeah. I totally blew mm-hmm. it off. That's and, what we do as humans. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so there are it's it's part of what we do. So Red flags, I, are we coming to the conclusion that while some red flags are just an indicator to run, just <laughs> turn and walk away, don't look back, just keep going, or some red flags or issues are an opportunity to have a discussion, talk about it, and maybe even deepen the relationship? Yes. I, what you just said, yes. Now, if Idris Elba shows up at my door, that yeah. is just the Holy Spirit just saying, uh-huh. Um, you know. Yeah, I know. God, God sent. No, I'm just, okay, just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. 
The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian and Education Stores. And anybody who knows Jess knows that I love a deal and mm-hmm. I love a bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get bargains at Mardell, like toys for the kiddos and, and maybe you too. And things like <laughs> Melissa and Doug and science and craft activity kits. They're all 30% off. And not to, not to mention best-selling books, 40 to 50% off every day. And all others, 20% off. Uh, yes, please. Hello. You can also find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. You can view their week- weekly ad and what's on sale anytime by downloading the Mardell app. Try the Peas and Carrots podcast for more encouragement. Brian and Kayla share life from their piece of the vegetable patch. Expect to laugh, find common ground, and hear stories you can't wait to share. It's a podcast about doing life together, growing in Christ together, and learning to laugh no matter what comes your way. Search Peas and Carrots podcast wherever you listen to podcasts today.